roast beef was good, but home and podcast after dark starts now. Welcome to Home and Podcast After Dark, a Home and Podcast podcast. My name is Adam. You'll know my co-host Jordan. Jordan, cheers to you. Cheers to you. It's been a while since we've done a bonus episode, so we thought. We would, you know, we, we put out the options there, and one person voted, so cheerio. <laughs> well, what happened was, I, I think we maybe thought we were done with these, but then we got a little bit of cash over the last month or so, and... Uh, felt obligated. Yeah, guilt sort of uh, sort of slipped in, and we went, well, all right. But uh, no, we're, we're talking cheers today, and uh, I'm, I'm happy to be talking talking about it with you. I'm in kind of a melancholic mood this morning, Jordan, and um, should I expand on that? I, I would like to know why. Yeah, I'm just going to... Because usually when you talk to me, you're just 100% joyful. Yeah, well, let me take a sip of my coffee here, and then I'll tell you. Okay, that's interesting. We did one episode, we talked about Cheers. I don't remember why. ASMR, exactly. that's what I was doing with my coffee. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so, I, I don't know, I, I took the afternoon off work. I got a lot of hours to burn. Seem, burn, seem, burn through. Do, do they roll over next year or no? Up to five, but I have a lot. Um, up, only five hours or five, day, five days? Five days. That's five hours. Okay. That's pretty useless. That's cruel. Say, you might as well not even roll is, it over at that point. Yeah, that's stupid. Jeez. Uh, up to five days, but I have like... Tw- so how many do you have? Yeah, I want to know that. Um, like personal vacation, vacation carryover, sick. Um, I mean like, I don't know, 12, 13 or something. No, I was hoping you'd just be able to take off all of December and we can just dedicate ourselves to the podcast fully. Yeah, I mean, like, there's not a lot of work at my job to do in December anyway, so I kind of... Same thing. Might as well just uh, not use the the time off. I know, off. that's kind of what I'm thinking, but no. I, uh, basically, so the point being is I took the afternoon off, um, and I, I was a little bit hungry. We don't have any food in the house, so I, uh, I walked outside, and it's kind of a dreary overcast day. And uh, mm. I made some interesting choices. I decided <laughs> to take all of the change from my car and then go to the grocery store, and I bought two pieces of cold fried chicken, and I walked, uh, and it started to rain, and I just kind of ate these cold pieces of chicken as I walked through the rain. <laughs> oh, and there is not a sadder picture of life than that. <laughs> it felt, yeah, like a sad Woody Allen movie, or I guess a lot of oh, people my would just say like a Woody Allen movie. Um, in general, in general, but uh, but yeah, I'm feeling a little melancholic, and I watched a, a Cheers episode that kind of only added to that. But uh, I'm excited to talk about it with you because I I like Cheers, and I'm going to talk about that in a second. But what I really like is Halloween episodes of TV shows. Yeah, I mean, before we had thought this was going to be a Frasier episode, yeah. you sent me a Halloween Frasier episode. Yeah. I think we might just do a Halloween-centric podcast where we just watch sitcoms and Halloween episodes. That might be up your alley. Uh, I mean, we kind of already do that, you know? <laughs> like, we got this, and we got one. <laughs> That's home improvement. And I, Dracula comes a lot, so I'm kind of living that dream. But, yeah, I mean, it is definitely one of my interests. I am a sucker for the old uh, the old Halloween episodes, and, uh, yeah, this... You like a thematic episode, and you specifically like the Halloween. And you know what? It's uh, it's September, late September. We're getting into that yeah. fall mood, which we'll get on a uh, tangent about in our, our main podcast. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it all fits in right now. It's not going to be nearly as good as that fried chicken thing I just gave you. So just know as Patreon donors that you get good stuff like that story. Because I would not have shared Did... That's not a main feed story. Heck no. Was the fried chicken cold when you picked it up? Or yeah. I, I just don't understand. Why did you buy it then? I like cold fried chicken. You do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it still crispy? Uh, do you, 
What are, I mean, that's what uh, you, my main. What's, I'm a little. I'm, a, I'm a little confused. This is very. How this you is very perplexing. No, what? I I do not make it a habit to eat cold fried chicken. Okay, but like, I want you, I want a crispy fried warm chicken. I don't understand. Yes, it still stays crispy. I mean, depending on where. Well, when you put it in the in the fridge, like overnight, it's no longer crispy. You have to you have to crisp it up in the oven or something. So hey, I'm just you know I guess this is I perplexing. think it depends on how what level of crispy you like your chicken. This was plenty crispy for me. Um, but I'm not, I, am not ai don't desire crisp above all else. I, there's a lot of things that make a good piece of fried chicken and crisp is, is just one part of the equation. Just a bit. Uh, sounds like a poll. Uh, <laughs> well, then I have to come up with what the other parts are. <laughs> <laughs> the meat, yeah. the skin, I guess, skin. the well, crispiness. Well, the, season, the seasons. Seasoning. Seasoning, yeah. the heat, uh-huh. uh, temperature of the bird. So that's like six yeah. choices right there. Yeah, so well, there's the poll. Uh, it tasted good. Is this part of that like every man versus 1% dynamic that we have going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, cold fried chicken, you don't. You can't even put yourself in a position where you're not eating caviar, so I don't expect you to understand, rich, I have- rich boy. <laughs> Well, if I have fried chicken, it's usually handed to me on a silver platter. So, by your, and it's always warm by your butler. And, <laughs> exactly. And then he's you, got a white glove on. And then your maid comes and cleans it up uh, immediately after. Just like gets the. And then off there's this you. one guy who just kind of feeds it to me. Like I don't even have to move my arms. <laughs> well, he's, he's the feeder. You have a butler, a feeder, and a maid. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call the guy who uh, works my jaw muscles? Um, jaw, jaw guy, jawy, jaws, jaws, jaws. There you go, jaws. Yeah. All right, interesting. All right, well, it's good to know. Yeah. I've never named those people before, yeah. but now I can give them a nice little nickname. Yeah, you can. And uh, what's the nickname of this episode of Cheers we're covering? Fairy tales com- can come no, true. No, that's the real name. What's the nickname? <laughs> oh, there is a nickname. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, it's called Ponce de Leon takes Tink. <laughs> it's called. <laughs> Ponce on my prey. <laughs> uh, well, it was good to get a lot of Florida references in this episode. That really rang true for me. Yeah. Uh, do you have any stuff you want to say? Like, are you going to do like date or anything, or do you don't you don't care to do? I it? have general. Do we need to talk general show information? Yeah, since this is okay, I guess we've never really talked okay. about cheers. So um, we have a little bit, just a tiny bit, okay. but not not in this depth. So I've got some information. I'm assuming you have some as well. I don't have any information. I'm just going to talk about how oh. it relates to me personally. All right. Well, let me just tell you general show information, okay. and then we can get in, get into the personal stuff. Cool. Can, so can I, ran from. Can I interrupt you as you just say it, or do you just want to like run th- get through all this really quickly? Feel free to interrupt okay. me at any time. Okay. Go ahead. All right, September 30th, 1982, first episode of Cheers, ran 275 half-hour episodes across 11 seasons until May 20th, 1993, uh, set in Boston, Mass. It has two episodes on TV Guide's 100 100 Greatest Episodes of All Time, Mm -hmm. and it was ranked 18th on TV Guide's 50 Greatest TV Shows of All Time. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, critically acclaimed, according to TV Guide. Um, I mean, most people are familiar with the show, but the the short like synopsis is regulars of a Boston bar uh, share their experiences and live with each other while drinking or working where everybody knows your name. Can you guess the tagline of the show? I didn't realize there was going to be a tagline, but I found one on IMDb. Um, it, can you tell me if it's related to the song, the theme song? Mm, no. It's not? Okay. But it, it's related to being a bar. Okay. All right. Um... Okay, the tagline has got to be, uh, 
Um, belly up to the bar, friendo. <laughs> friendo. Friendo is definitely not an okay. 80s term. Crap. Shoot. <laughs> it's, the, it's the laughs around the house. Okay, that's better. Yeah, that's a better one. <laughs> Objectively yeah, better. Yeah, better. Yeah. Uh, just general, I mean, they got up to number one on the Nielsen ratings in 1990. Mm-hmm. So obviously very important. They were top five for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons. It's interesting so. for a show to get to number one in the Nielsen ratings in their fifth or sixth season. Towards the end. Yeah. It was nine out of 11. That's funny because uh, Home Improvement seemingly the opposite is happening. Yeah, I got to like episode or season three and four. That yeah. was the best episode yeah, seasons. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I mean, 11 seasons in general is just a, quite a long yeah. run, mm-hmm. so that's pretty prolific. Mm-hmm. Um, this Specifically, this episode that we talked about, the uh, fairy tales can come true. Mm-hmm. Season 3, episode 4, so we're right in the middle of that, not even the early stages of that run. Mm-hmm. They're ranked 12 in the Nielsen rating this okay. season. Yeah. And uh, episode 4, so early on in the season. Directed by James Burroughs, who had 129 director credits, mm-hmm. um, including like every 90s sitcom. A ton and, of Emmys, it looked like, right? Yeah. yeah. Friends, Will and Grace, Frasier, a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot yeah. more. Um, written by Sam Simon, who did The Simpsons, Drew Carey Show, Taxi, um, five episodes of Cheers overall. So just a lot of, yeah. a lot of stuff, a lot of work for these two. And this one aired October 25th, 1984. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, what's your relationship with Cheers? Yeah, I think this is what we did talk about in some episode, but I did watch it okay. um, as it was syndicated. I guess it, maybe it was high school or maybe it was middle school. It was on late at night, mm-hmm. so I would watch it at night every once in a while and enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I watched the whole run. Obviously, there's a ton of episodes yeah. here, but watched quite a bit of it, enjoyed it, thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Um I really, I think I told this in their main feed, but there oh, was a Cheers. Oh, the bar, though? Yes. Yeah, that is funny. It was, uh, it was at, like, the Cincinnati airport or something. That's there was funny. a Cheers restaurant yeah. that I went to. Yeah. And it was, like, the same day that the Washington, D.C. sniper was caught or something okay. when that was a big thing. Yeah. So I guess that would be, like, that was a little bit after September 11th. So I guess it was 2002, 2003, maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure. But yeah, that's about when I was watching it. So obviously, I was very impressed with the show that I wanted to go and get a cheeseburger or something. <laughs> was it good? Was it very good? I mean, my taste at that time was pretty paltry. Hey, hey, uh, I think at I think, that time, I don't know, man. Hey, I I think I made it a point at every restaurant to get like either a bacon cheeseburger or a cheeseburger, and then I would try to compare the cheeseburgers. <laughs> Your eating habits so. when I was eating with you a lot were like. Uh, let, let me get this hamburger, cut it in half, eat half of it, and save then the other, save half, the other for later. half for later. Yeah, <laughs> I was on that. I was getting on that beach bar. Hell yeah, you look good then. I don't. I mean, now you look okay. I don't know if you're eating whole burgers uh, now, but you might want to go. Back. Depends on my mood. Yeah. Depends on if I've had some cold fried chicken. It's or not, not as a rule. You're not cutting them in half. Uh, no bacon cheeseburger. Yeah, that is like that was your go-to. I remember that. Yeah, staple. It's easy. It's delicious. Um, if I recall, I used to like have a ranking system. There was <laughs> not a ranking system, but I remembered like the top three bacon cheeseburgers I'd ever had. What were they? Oh man, there was this one website that was at or not website. Uh, there was this one restaurant that was 
It wasn't like a Cabela's, but it was at like a Cabela's. What? It was at one of those big outdoor stores. It was like connected to and it. it the, and it, and it was, had the best bacon cheeseburger you've ever had. It had a really good, really good cheeseburger. Eventually, I started getting into bison burgers. Those were delicious as well. Uh, I remember Bennigan's having a pretty you good burger. You love Bennigan's. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. I won't be caught dead in a Bennigan's. Well, you can't find any, so that's convenient. Down near us, there's a Brannigan's, which is an obvious ripoff. <laughs> It's like the exact same script. It's like of Burger, letters. Burger Queen. <laughs> Brannigan's. I like Bennigan's. It's worth ripping off. I mean. It's not. It's not. They had a good Monte Cristo there too. Inback but... Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what was on my list other than that. Okay. But uh, yeah, I remember that. I don't remember the restaurant, but I remember it was like attached to a Cabela's or something. So there you go, Adam. <laughs> what's your experience with Cheers? Oh man! Um, How are you going to follow that by answering the question? I guess um, <laughs> just in a simple way. <laughs> I had never watched Cheers until like two years ago, and uh, then it, they're you know they're all on Netflix now. And I binged the first season, and then I just kind of stopped. Oh, I it didn't it. hook you. Well, I don't know what happened because I remember liking it, and then I watched this episode, and I was like, I really like Cheers. Like I could really get into Cheers. So I guess I'm going to get back into Cheers now. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure why I stopped over the first season. I think, like, I guess I, I, I view it as, like, a good show to have on in the background if you don't want silence. Uh, it's like a show you can leave the room and kind of, you know, it's not real plot heavy. I guess you might mm-hmm. say more conversational. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I liked it. I just kind of lost interest. But uh, I'm definitely going to get back in. And so many new, heavy hitters, you know. My new goal is to watch every episode of Cheers. That's a lofty but, goal. That's 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 seventy one more episodes than Home Improvement or something. Yeah, but I don't have to like talk about them and take notes. Every, on them. Yeah. It's going to be a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, for I sure. Didn't, you know, it's not like it's not like I'm trying to do this by the end of the week or anything. You no, know? and you can you can watch three in one sitting and whatnot. Yeah, so. I want to get you know I want to get to I want to get to Woody Woody Harrelson and stuff. So I gotta, yeah, gotta get I mean there. Kirstie Alley, Woody Harrelson. Mm, I could uh, do without her, but. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer, uh, the yeah. list goes on and on and on. But no, I like I show. like it. And this episode was a, was a good reminder of uh, of that. It's like, good. I, yeah, it's just like it's just a good show. Um, it's funny to see. I mean, all these people are obviously so young. So like the last time I saw Kelsey Grammer, he was in like a Kirsten Bell Netflix movie, and he was so much older. Oh, and, I saw that. Like Father. Yeah, and then you have this where he's so much younger, and it looks it almost looks like that new CGI stuff that they're doing for. Is it the Irishman with De Niro and all yeah, those people? Ir- yeah, the Irishman. Yeah, it looks like that almost, but it's real life. And Ted Danson, obviously, he's it's very popular with the Good Place right now. And to see him with all that white gray hair, and then to see him with this, so it's uh, yeah, well, he, it's is, he is uh, he is wearing a hairpiece in all of Cheers. From what I read, that is true. He had a bald yeah. spot on top of his head. So yeah, I mean, great great looking hairpiece either way. Great looking everything. Great, great looking guy. I mean, like who do, you know? He's just. I get it. Tall, hey. tall, dark, and handsome. That's right. Uh, I'll say. <laughs> I belly up to that bar, friendo. <laughs> All right. So I don't think we have much else to say. I mean, uh, I did oh, one other interesting fact that I had about the show in general before we kick off into the episode. Um, the series finished 77th, dead last, in the Nielsen yeah, ratings the week it that. debuted. That's crazy. So, yeah. Started like, from the it's bottom. Like, it's like Seinfeld, where, like... Really didn't find its uh, footing for a while, but... Boy did it. Okay. Boy did it. 
Let's get into the episode. Let's do it. Yeah. Cheers. Let's do it. Halloween. Ah. Spooky. Halloween. Very spooky. Not spooky at all, actually. actually but very festive. It's actually not. It's probably the least spooky episode of television I've about ever seen. Uh, is it? Especially for a Halloween one. Yeah. Is it Halloween night or do we not? I guess we don't really know. I suppose it must be at least Halloween weekend or something, but it's very festive yeah. in the Cheers bar. Like everyone's dressed up except for Norm, I would say. Maybe there's a couple other people who aren't. You know, you got various costumes, all looking good. Yeah. And uh, you got Kelsey Grammer right away telling a scary story that he's lifting from Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Which apparently nobody's heard of Edgar Allan Poe before. Well, you know. He's, it's the crowd. He's Consider doing, the crowd. He's doing the end of the Raven, you know, so like. It's probably Poe's most famous piece, but, uh, you know, he's got to consider the audience, I guess. You know, maybe if he yeah. does Telltale Heart, they, they get something out of that. Heart if he heart. said, quote, the Raven, yeah, Nevermore. Right, for sure, yeah. But I don't know if we got he there gets or a, not. He does, the, there is a Nevermore, but it's not, yeah, it's not the, the quote, the Raven, Nevermore, so. Mm. Yeah, but this is his character in the series. If for some reason you've never seen Cheers, yeah. you know, he's, pretentious. he's a very pretentious, intelligent person. Um but obviously likable. Everyone's around him. This is only like his third episode, I guess. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because like um, Sam and, and Diane broke up at the end of season two, and we're only like three episodes into season three, and they like start dating episode one of season three. So their relationship is pretty new, and Fraser's character is, is pretty new in general. And he's going to be around for, I mean, obviously like it's not trivia to say that that character becomes the character of Fraser. Like everybody knows that, but... Uh, yeah, he lived in this character for a long time. That's for sure. I think I think it was like twenty seasons yeah, or twenty years or something crazy. But. So yeah, and then they go from that opening scene. I mean, I didn't write down. I didn't take. I didn't, I didn't take any notes. But like basically, yeah. yeah I mean, I think, and we're we're just gonna talk about out of order. But like basically, um, you got Fraser and Diane, and they're going to see the Boston Pops. Um, I don't really know what the Boston Pops. Are, and I it's just, like an orchestra, or, okay. orchestra okay. type stuff. Um, and they're going to go, and, and, you know, like, you can tell the, the Sam-Diane relationship is still pretty fresh, even though, like, they're, like, they're kind of constantly just, like, taking jabs at each other. Uh, that's just sort of the dynamic. But uh, Frazier, he has to leave uh, pretty quickly for, like, an academic conference, I think. And then that leaves mm-hmm. the uh, status of the Boston Pops tickets and uh, really sort of in the lurch. But she doesn't know what she's going to do with them. Yeah. And I say, I gotta but, have my uh, pops. <laughs> little ditty about Sam and Diane. Uh, you know, Sam talks a little bit about the pops here as well. Yeah. And seems interested, and he seems like he knows quite a bit about it. There's kind of this thread where Fraser thinks that Sam is pretending to be dumb and some jokes to go along with that. He definitely, um, I think he definitely is pretending to be dumb. Sure. Yeah. He's just playing that up. Just like and, me. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't come through. Oh well, hey, yeah. You know. It's nice. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the theme song? I mean, it's the best theme song. It's so classic. It's the best theme song of any show ever. It's certainly very memorable. And then the you know, the images in the background yeah. uh, I think are obviously very memorable as well. So, just all around 10 out of 10 for that theme song. Yeah, and I mean like, I don't know, I feel like it can't be overstated just like how crazy it is that they went 11 seasons i mean like i know that this is kind of like the chris barley show on snl where it's, he's like asking paul mccartney if it was cool being in the beatles but like it's really it can't be overstated how hard it would be and how impressive it is that this is just a show that takes place in a bar like they really don't ever leave the bar it's just insane 
Like, what, yeah, what good writing. I mean, like, just, like, what great characters and what strong writing to be able to do that. Because, uh, I mean, can you imagine home... Can you imagine an episode of Home Improvement where they stayed in one setting? Like, it would be horrible. We'd lose our minds. Yeah. yeah, we used to... Do you remember getting really excited when there was, like, a new set? Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's so the opposite. And, like, I'm not throwing shade at, at Home Improvement or anything. But, like, yeah, if they stayed in, like, I don't know... If there was, like, a whole episode at Big Mike's Tavern, like, that would be pretty awful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, like you said, a testament to a bunch of different type of... It's a different show, right? That's a more family-oriented family yeah, show. Yeah. Uh, you got the kids and everything, so it doesn't quite work. You've got a bunch of uh, high-quality actors here interacting in the bar and whatnot. So it's, it's a different setting, but yeah, just 11 seasons of this, and it's all pretty good. So It's all pretty good. I, and, uh, you know, so moving forward, Cliff comes in. And he's dressed as Ponce de Leon, and uh, man, he's got some swag. That's a great. That's an expensive costume. That's like the people that spend like five hundred dollars on the Batman costumes. You know, like that's costly. Mm-hmm. That's uh, roll up in a Batmobile. Yeah, right. Uh, he's funny, man. I, I like John Ratzenberger. You can't, you yeah, can't listen good. to him without without thinking about the. Uh, for me, it's the Toy Story stuff. I feel like, of course, yeah, right, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. But man, it's a great voice. Um, you know, you got Norm, who's, he's my favorite Cheers character, probably. Uh, if you can't choose Sam, I just think Norm's really funny, and he's hanging out, and, uh, Carla's doing her thing, which is kind of just being mean to everybody all the time. Yeah, but pe- just kind of a jerk. People kind of like it. You got Coach, who, uh, man, that guy's funny. In the beginning, there's that <laughs> joke where, uh, Kelsey Grammer's like, uh, that was Poe. <laughs> and yeah. Coach is like, don't say that. It was a good story. It's just, not yeah. it's just really funny to me. Coach is just uh he's supportive, but he's not all, all he's a he's a simpleton. And and then there's the it's it's not really a gay joke later on, but like people are talking about Cliff's um like how Cliff Cliff is the kind of he's like a big talker, right? Like he fancies yeah, himself he, good with women, he knows a lot about Florida, kind of a know it all, and like he comes in and he's he's pretty sure he's gonna you know do well with the ladies or whatever and um and then there's some speculation like is he gay or not and then because uh, no one's ever seen him with a lady no one's ever really. seen him with a lady or like talk to a lady freezes up and and coach is talking about a guy that uh about how you can't really judge a, a gay guy by how he looks and stuff which is a good message especially for 1984 um but then there's that line about like how that baseball player ended up being gay which uh <laughs> sam yeah that was I, I mean it was funny i i it was yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure what the... I, th- I think that this is viewed as being a progressive show. Uh, yes. I feel like. Because, I mean, like that's a pretty tasteful... That whole interaction was pretty tasteful. I can't imagine Home Improvement handling something quite that well. But, uh, yeah, it just again, it's just, it's just good writing. But, um, yeah, I mean, Cliff comes in. He's talking a big game. Lots of bits. Uh, and he just sort of... He ventures into the, the back pool area, right? And then he strikes out. Is that what happens? He, like, brings a guy forward. Oh, yeah. Which, I, I forgot about that. that and a- he's trying to, like, tell him stuff about oranges or whatever. Yeah. And the guy's like, uh, I left my oven on. And he says, I'm going to go stick my head yeah, in that or was, something. Yeah, that was, like, not that great of a line. That was kind of weird. <laughs> it was a little strange. But obviously he's like, get me out of it's here. Like the, it's like yeah, it's Yeah, he was, he was miserable. There's someone overhearing this in the background who loves Florida oranges. As a Floridian... This episode must have been really, really good for you. Have you seen? Satisfying. Have you seen the uh, the largest shoes in Orlando that the episode talks about? 
I was wondering where that might be. Uh, I mean, there is a Gatorland right by where we used to live, but they did not have that on a billboard or anything. So I have to do a little bit of digging. Um, maybe maybe Shaq wore them or something. I don't know. This is, uh, before before Shaq's time, I suppose. But yeah, it's a it's a strange thing to be known for, I suppose, in Orlando. But uh, they've. They're not talking about it now, but this is, you know, they talk about the alligator shoes, they talk about Florida oranges. She knows exactly who Ponce de Leon is, and uh, this is a really funny line where Cliff is, like, so excited by her yeah. admiration of this conversation that he's like, uh, let's get married and can you bear my children or something yeah. like that. She's pretty chill, though. Like, they're both equally pretty dorky, uh, so it kind of works out. She's Tinkerbell. Um, a good costume. And I, I guess a, an important thing to note is like both of their faces are obscured, you know? Yes. So. Yes. So they don't actually know who each other are. Um, note about the actress here. It is That's, Bernadette yeah. Burkett, which is George Wendt, uh, Norm, as you mentioned yeah. earlier, his wife. That's, yeah. That's, that's funny. Uh, she also like voices his wife throughout the show. I read. Right. Yes. So. And she's never on screen though. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's how they could do this. Yeah. Uh, I liked her. It's just like Wilson. It's just like Wilson. Man, the parallels, they keep on coming. Uh, so Norm and, uh, rather, uh, Cliff and Tinkerbell, they, they head out to, to shoot some billiards or uh, whatever the Floridians call it. It's like pocket. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he has like a special Floridian name for pool, uh, but I can't remember what it is. I, didn't take, I don't remember. I didn't take notes, but it's funny because Cliff be funny. Uh, and I like it Cliff, when they uh, when they leave how the whole bar just kind of like cranes their neck because they can't believe what's, like what's, what's going on. Like what's transpired. Yeah. yeah, the uh, the way that they use everybody in the bar in this yeah. episode really like you'll see Sam later. You know when they're all kind of stuck yeah. at the at the bar. It's just it's really good to get everybody involved. But yeah, everybody's excited for Cliff and confused. And Cliff is really he's not being like his normal self because he's dressed up as Ponce. He's taking on the. Uh, explorer persona mm-hmm. so yeah he feels pretty confident she says that uh he's exploring uncharted territory and, oh my uh, gosh i think he uh has a l- i think he blushes has a little accident in his pants <laughs> it's a good thing he's wearing armor down there whoa yeah uh hopefully not a chastity belt if you catch my drift uh, uh do you catch my drift no okay. would you explain okay, no, that? i can't uh <laughs> this episode can be blue but i, I don't want to go that far um so yeah, we cut to the next scene, and uh, they're slow dancing. We're to assume quite a bit of time it's is two, time it's is two o'clock it's closing time. Uh, Diane's ready to go, but uh, Sam, he's just you know he's a really he's a really nice guy to everybody, and he's just yeah. you know he's just watching them and happy. But at a certain point, even he has to unplug the jukebox, and the and the magic has to end, Jordan, and it does, mm-hmm. but not without a, and this is- not without a plan. Not without a plan. They're going to meet up tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. No costumes. Wow. So there you go. That's uh, that's the way you build up some tension here. And then there's also in this scene, Diane is trying to figure out what to do with all the tickets yeah. uh, for the Boston Pops. And initially she's like, here, Sam, you can have them. And he's like, oh, I don't want to go alone. I don't have everybody to go with me. And they make a not a date date date. How about that? Not a date date date. Also, hey, you know what? I'm not buying it. Sam Sam could find someone to go to the Boston Pops with him if he wanted to. Former athlete. He owns his own business. Tall drink of water. Uh, he'd be doing just fine. Well, and that's the kind of the joke of the whole series, right? He can... Yeah. You know, he's a ladies' man. Yeah. So. Uh, but, yeah, no. He wants, he wants to go with Diane. Yeah. Old habits die hard? You might say that. Uh, the dynamic... They, they have a good... It's a good dynamic. Diane is... Uh, She's it's it's a good character. I mean, I guess I just like every character seemingly. Uh, actually, no, that's not true. Carl is mean. 
but I, <laughs> she's still kind of funny though. As a, she's as funny, but as a sensitive person, I, I don't like that kind of ball busting. But, uh, uh, but cheers, cast. Is that what you're saying? In not so many words. Cheers, cast. Well, save that for the end because I I, I do have a question about that. But uh, all right, so we get to the next day, and uh, you know, usual suspects. It's cheers. The same people are pretty much going to be in the bar every night. And uh, Cliff comes in, and he's got a he's got a full suit on. He's looking dapper. Yeah, he looks real good. He looked real better good. than he looked real good. It looks better than Ponce. Yeah, and the crowd is excited. Filmed in front of a live studio audience, and they're going ham. I mean, like they they're are going up. ham. The ladies are like, "Hey, you know what? This doesn't work out with Tinker. You can tinker with me." Oh boy, uh, you know they do say something pretty close to that in just a second here. Yeah. Norm kind of sidles up to cliff and tries to chat a little bit about last night and he's being a little bit coy but carla being herself comes up and says he's wondering if you boinked her yeah and he's like a little a little crass yeah for sure (laughs) but he's like he's like i don't know i don't know if you've heard this but uh sex in a relationship can really complicate things they're like yeah man uh yeah we know he's just yeah the uh he 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 really totes the line well between being like just like just a big like phony blowhard and then like being pretty vulnerable later on but uh he's nervous and uh and and the, as far as i remember they just kind of wait right or is it or just normal it's only 50 it's only like 15 minutes until showtime right so yeah so he's he's a little anxious mm-hmm. um cliffs is trying to show that he's like a new man yeah. basically so he goes up to another woman to prove his prowess mm-hmm. and he lights her cigarettes yeah. so things are going well and then he just like completely stumbles over his words she and was, exits she was so impressed when he lit her cigarette and i was pretty <laughs> impressed too but then he just like yeah he can't unable <laughs> Crashes to and burns. yeah unable to say anything afterwards yeah. he goes back into sam's office yeah. and norm follows him there because now he's got to talk him out of it get him pumped up and ready so he doesn't crash and burn out with tinkerbell right so yeah he uh, gives him a little pep talk, and it's a nice uh, emotional moment. They move outside, and Cliff's waiting at the door, 8 o'clock. And we get some time passing here. And it's like six hours, yeah. so it's a lot of time passing. And Cliff is still standing at the door, and he's depressed, and he should be. Uh, she stood him up. It's pretty sad. So Cliff is uh, hes disheartened, and he's all of the hubris that he had earlier in the episode is kind of gone. His friends are trying to console him, but... You know, he's he's talking about letting himself go. He's going to stop dressing clean and keep dressing well and keeping a, a good hygiene. And he just wants to just start a drinking problem. He just wants to drink, drink and drink. And, you know, his friends are there to back him up. And uh, Sam says if he, if he starts drinking, he's going to have two problems. Um, but before things can get too dire, the phone rings. <laughs> before that, though, yeah. Cliff is talking about, like, his high school nickname that he oh, yeah. made up for himself. <laughs> it wasn't like even that cool. It was Curtis, Curtis, uh, Courtesy Cliff or something like that. Courteous yeah. Cliff. Curti- I would imagine Curtis. Courteous yeah. Cliff. Courtesy Cliff sounds like my job at Kroger <laughs> as a courtesy clerk. Uh, Courteous Cliff. That's a, a great nickname. Well, he thought if it was too good that it would, you know, uh, clue people into the fact that uh, he came up with it himself. Right, you know? Yeah, it's much like say. your admirable Adam nickname. <laughs> yeah super yeah everybody called me that in high school it, it really stuck it was cool uh so the phone yes. rings and it's a call for Ponce. it's a call for Ponce, but uh coach doesn't really quite get it. he thinks <laughs> the old prince albert mccann gag and he's pretty steamed but uh cliff gets over to the phone in time and we find out that tinkerbell bailed because she was so nervous mm. 
which so are we to um, suspect she's been sitting six hours in this payphone or just like right outside the bar i don't know i felt like tinkerbell got let off the hook a little bit on this I would one say. like cliff is just like can you imagine me making someone nervous i totally get it but it's like i don't know you stood a guy up for a really long time i would imagine she apologized on the phone but like he's pretty willing to forgive her which i guess kind of speaks to his overall success relationship with relationship or success with women but like i don't know it's pretty bad to be stood up um but you know what we find out she's she's gonna she's yeah she's right across the street actually in a payphone so she's gonna head right over and we pan to the familiar steps and there's Mm -hmm. some legs appearing there stepping down the steps Mm -hmm. and opens the door and there she is and they just kind of like after some stumbling over their words and their names and stuff, yeah. they're just staring, and it's pretty awkward. <laughs> this yeah. is really funny to me. This is a great, yeah. great, 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 great ending to an episode. Sam, yeah, sure. like, there's a few people, Carla, Sam, Coach, they're all like off to the back. Sam turns on the jukebox thinking, like, oh, they're going to dance like they did last night. Right. And yeah. they just stare at each other. Sam starts to do more heavy lifting. He comes over, and he, like, sets up their arms. So, it's like mannequins, yes. kind of. And yeah. they push together. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really good gag. So that's the end of the episode. And, then, and they slow dance together. And, After he um, pushes them, he has to, like, knock them to start Yeah, moving. he has to, like, shove them together, and then they kind of embrace you know, I, I, I'm going to assume that uh, Cliff does not marry Tinkerbell, but, uh, you know, I don't know what their future is. Does, does she ever come back? If I had to guess, I'm going to say she doesn't, but I could be wrong. No, but this is one moment. One mad, one magical Halloween night. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, dreams, fairy tales, or rather, can come true. And they do tonight. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, and, and that's the episode. Um, do we? Let's, let's do some highs and lows. I mean, like... Lows for me, I don't really have any. I mean, like, it's a good succinct twenty-five minutes of TV. There's no like fat on the bone here. It's uh, every scene matters. All of the characters have good lines. It's quick. It's witty. Uh, even the Boston Pops subplot, which I, I think we maybe neglected to mention uh, at the end, they did they did go to the Pops together. Sam and Diane, they had a good time, and you know maybe that relationship is um, not dead after heading all. In a, yeah, heading in a new direction, but um, but yeah, I know. I think this is a really, really strong episode. It's not like scary or anything, no. but uh, it gives you an interesting, like, sentimental look at Halloween that you don't often <laughs> get in television. But no, I mean, like, I, I this episode reminded me that uh, Cheers is a really good show, and I like Cheers, and and I got to watch more of it. I mean, I yeah, I just I can't compliment this episode or just this show enough yeah it's a speaking of the halloween stuff that you've just mentioned it's a good way of like incorporating the fact that it's halloween without making it like too out haunted haunted yeah just like completely out of like character for the whole storyline like they obviously plot out these stories and character arcs pretty well and so they're using all the time available to them so they can't like just waste 20 minutes on some crazy halloween stuff so uh, yeah, I mean, but. I don't know that I have any lows. I don't mind Carla like you do. Um, I think she's kind of funny in that cynical. And hey, see if you'd like it if she was ragging on you. <laughs> it's kind of the way you treat me. So <laughs> yeah, you think, you haven't seen you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything to complain about. It was a it was a good episode. Funny. I laughed. I generally, I laughed out loud at the end. So just having Sam doing all that stuff. That was my favorite part of the episode. Yeah, so. it is really good. It's, it's a it's a good episode for Sam. Uh, you know, seeing a couple other episodes, I, I would say 
Sometimes uh, Coach and Norm get a little more to do but then, uh, than they do in this one, but this was very much a Cliff-centric episode, and um, yeah, I really like Cliff's like New England accent. It's very specific. You don't you don't hear like I'm I don't know this for a fact, but I'm guessing he's actually from the area. Uh, it just feels like a really like distinct Boston accent. I'm gonna see if he's from there. Uh, Did you read that? Uh... Cliff John Ratzenberger's character was actually not in the original script, yeah. but he um, he came in to do Norm, and they really liked him, and he like made up a character on the spot basically, and they put it in the show. So he he is from Connecticut. So yeah, you can it's it's uh, it's a it's a very distinct accent. I don't think George Wendt is actually from Boston, but it doesn't matter. Uh, George Wendt fits right in. They're all good. It's it's a good show. I gotta I gotta watch more Cheers. Uh, I didn't grow up with it. My parents didn't never watch it. So no, uh, me neither. I, bl- I blame them for uh, for not it, it, it kind of being a blind spot. But um, yeah, man. So I don't know if you have anything else you want to say. I have a couple questions just to throw your way. Cheers related. I think it's interesting that we've had two episodes of the podcast in general that we've talked about George Went now. I was thinking about that. Another funny thing, I watched a horror movie like two days ago just on Amazon because I was hanging out. It's called House. Uh, it's from the 80s. It's like a, it's not very good. But uh, George Went is like the neighbor. And uh, I like George Went, but he's kind of got one, he's got one kind of mode. Yeah, like he's he's good at doing the George Went thing. But he, yeah, it was, it was funny to see him. He was kind of like a bumbling next door neighbor, but he did have to fight some monsters in the end of House. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was pretty funny. I like guess the idea the, of it. House is not good. Guess what the sequel to House, the horror movie, is? Guess what the title is? House to mansion? Blank. No, House <laughs> to the second story. Oh, clever! That's pretty good. It's probably better than the movie. I, I haven't seen House Two. House One does not make me want to watch House Two or House Three. But um, what's House Three? The third, the third part. All right, <laughs> what they call second. it. Give me a second. Uh, house horror movie. It's probably like it's probably like House Three Three D or some shit. You know, like they're always, <laughs> they're, always they're always doing that. You know, oh, uh, it better not be. Let's see, House. Oh, it's a fantasy hour and a half. My That's a good time. Still. It was a good length. Uh, I did have to break it up in two watch two watching <laughs> segments, which should tell you something. Okay, House. Okay, this shows that there's a house two, the second story, and then it skips to house four. What's it, what about house three? Well, house four is called the repossession, so that's mm-hmm. kind of clever. Okay, house is, house is getting repossessed. Repo. Um, yeah, house three apparently does not exist, or I don't know. They wiped Wikipedia, it off the map. It was so bad. It must have like Bill Cosby in it or something. And they don't <laughs> want to acknowledge it. Uh, okay, so cheers. Related questions I have for you. First question, which home improvement cast member fits in best on Cheers? Well, the boys are too young, I suppose, to be in that bar. Um, it would be really hard to have Wilson hiding behind stuff the whole time, so that does not work. Also, you can't have Wilson if you have Frasier. Too yeah. Similar. I mean, and kind of the Karn man fits in a little bit with, like, Cliff, I would say. I know. I, I think it's either Tim or Al, uh, but Al is a lot like Cliff. Like, you could very easily see this episode of Home Improvement, like this, a similar thing happening to Al in an episode of Home Improvement. Yeah, I think right. it's too obvious of an answer, but I guess Tim, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, 
a masculine, like a masculine guy who's like really into, like I don't. I guess Cheers doesn't really have that kind of person. Um, he breaks yeah. like all the pool sticks all the time and stuff. Or he like tries to fix things and things go wrong. He's the, he's the bar thing. handyman. That could be pretty good, actually. Uh, let's challenge ourselves and say that we can't say Tim, though. Then who do we say? Mm, Jill as Sam's third love interest. <laughs> I'm going to say Benny. <laughs> oh, no. As a, as resident piece of shit. <laughs> but no, that's, that's good. I, I didn't think about that. But yeah, Al and Cliff are actually really similar. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that wouldn't really work Are you out. saying that Home Improvement ripped off? Cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's where we're going with this. Yeah, print the that's legend. That's gonna be that's gonna be uh, at the top of our next clickbait article that we write. <laughs> our video Dark that we secret. record. It's gonna be like the Dark Secrets of the Last Home Podcast. Uh, ever notice that Last Man Standing is kind of like Home Improvement? Dun, sort, dun, of dun, dun. sort of fishy, huh? You ever notice that Al is a lot like Cliff Clavin? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, next question. I feel like. Well, this is less an observation. This is less a question than an observation. A Cheers podcast, that'd be kind of challenging based on the one setting, I feel. Yeah, I feel like it would be hard. To, I feel like I feel like it's hard talking about things that are in one setting. Like, I had, I get, granted, I didn't take notes for this episode, but like, I don't know. It's just like, then we move to the other end of the bar, and then they're playing pool, and then like the conversations are all so close that I feel like it's sort of difficult to talk about. Well, maybe, it's, maybe you disagree. I mean, the way you set it up is more story based. So, like, what are the big story yeah. beats and hitting those types of things? So, I I don't know. It would be a little bit different, but I don't know that it would be hard. It's two hundred fifty episodes inside of a bar. I feel like that sounds hard. You know, maybe you're more confident in our ability than I am, but I, I well, feel like it would be if difficult. We're gonna make it to two hundred plus episodes of Home Improvement. Yeah. We can do anything. Kevin Garnett, any, anything is possible? <laughs> anything is possible. I'm not saying I want to do another podcast so long, but at least I'm, Cheers we're is We're definitely kind of... not. We're definitely not going to do a Cheers podcast. No. But um, I, it would have been, you know, sliding doors. It would have been an interesting thing to do. That um, never came up on our radar, did it? No. I didn't have any background on Cheers. Home Improvement, we had background. And also, like, 250, you said 250 episodes of Cheers? 275. Yeah, that's so that's so much. Like if you if you're starting a show, that's like five years, which is it's hard to really commit to anything for five years, um, except for this podcast. Well, yeah, but I'm we not didn't sure. think I'm we didn't sure think that we at start, the time. Yeah, I'm not sure when we started. We thought that it was gonna it was gonna go that long, but um, yeah, that was that was really all my questions. Um, so that's uh, yeah, it was, it was really good. It was fun. It was fun to watch. I enjoyed it. Yeah, we uh, thank you to our Patreon donors that make this type of thing possible. Um, tell your friends and uh, show us pictures of your stickers if you got them. And uh, let us know what other episodes or TV shows or movies or whatever you'd like us to cover going forward. And uh, feedback on this episode and all the good stuff. So just thank you for giving us money, supporting us, and helping us to run the podcast for all these many, 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 many years and episodes. The money is not for these episodes. The money is is for us, but uh, we do this as a as a way to give give something back. Uh, and also, I had something else I was going to say, but I've lost it. Oh, uh, Jordan says give us feedback, but I don't feel like you're gonna ever. You don't want to do a movie for the Patreon episode. I feel like you are anti movie because it's too much work up front. So you say that, but I don't think you actually mean it. Hey, if we get any interaction, then I'm. Um... I'm liable right. to pay attention. Tell Jordan that you want to 
do a Goofy movie. Because I think that is like that. That's that's right. It's a Disney property. We both really like it. I've been I've been it's gonna, it's into Polly Shore lately. You it's know, gonna be a gush know. fest. Yeah. Well, so what do you call this? This. I mean, like we basically, <laughs> changed, we basically. <laughs> You know, that was that was, that was sort of what, what this yeah, was. Yeah, but on that one, we're going to start singing, like, eye-to-eye and stuff. We're going to yeah, be, we, like, we all over Powerline. We can't do that. Uh, we have to <laughs> promise we won't do that. Got myself a notion. I'm sorry. No, man, it's it's all good. Um, what's your favorite Goofy movie song? <laughs> that one, eye-to-eye, is amazing. Okay. Every, but, like, three months, it gets stuck in my head. What's your least favorite Ooh, um, probably the one that those, like, weird bears or whatever sing. Oh, yeah. The animatronics. Lester's Possum Park. That's your actually favorite? No, yeah, I I wrote that. My uncle wrote that. Uh, Okay. No, I, I mean... What is yeah. there, like four songs, five songs? Okay, all right, let's, all right, let's, let's go ahead and recap. Let's, let's okay, <laughs> eye to eye. Um, the one that where they're like, the school year's over. They've been laughing since yep. I can remember. That one's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the song in the beginning? Where it's the concert? Yeah, some people settle for the typical thing. Yep. That one's awesome. Yep. Um, we talked great. about eye to eye. Out right? on the open road. Out on the open road. Is pretty rough probably my least favorite if i if like if we're not counting lester's possum park because that's like barely a song in the movie probably out, and i don't even dislike out on the open road that much it's just a lot worse than the other ones it's tough i mean it's hard to compete with all the other ones so maybe there's more but um man what i wouldn't give to learn how to do the perfect cast i thought you're gonna say what i wouldn't give for a night with roxanne <laughs> <laughs> she's all yours buddy hey man I'm, I, I know you are always a little bit more into who's another female there's not very many women in that movie who's her friend who's her friend oh, the, girl, the girl with the glasses with the braces yeah she holds, she throws the party I don't know but her and Polly Shore are together so that's never gonna happen hey the goof man leaning tower of Chisa so now this has moved into a goofy movie podcast which is definitely hey, not what they were hoping for if you they... liked that what we just did imagine 45 more no I could give it I could give an hour on that cheers is hard to talk about for more than like 40 minutes but I can give you a solid hour on goofy movie easy I had takes and right. extremely goofy movie next I'm not talking about that shit <laughs> Oh, you remember they go? It's like X Games. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Why bother? Maximilian. All right. Anyways, okay, uh, thanks for giving us uh, <laughs> money to do this. Um, yeah, it helps us pay for hosting. That's it. We're not making money off this. We just don't want to lose money. So thanks for helping us do that. Uh, what else? You got anything else you want to say? No, I just uh, I appreciate all of you patrons. You're amazing. Yeah, you guys are good. Thanks a lot. Bye.